أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وعلمنا ما ينفعنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقه قولي ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد my dear most respected brothers and sisters assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Today, I want to share with you some reflections on the topic of Khasais Laylatul Qadr, the characteristics of Laylatul Qadr. And there are some special characteristics of this great night that we want to share with you. The first of which is it is the night of revelation, this night of power, Laylatul Qadr. And this perhaps is its most well-known characteristic or khasais. It is the night of revelation, the revelation of the Quran. It is a night in which the Quran was sent down. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hadith uh, that Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas narrated, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down the Quran at one time, jumlatan, all together, from Allah al-Mahfuz, where it is preserved, to Bayt al-Izzah, which is in the lowest of the heavens, the heaven just above this earth. And Ibn Abbas continued in that hadith to say that, then the Quran was revealed to the Messenger of Allah in stages over a period of 23 years. And see, we, we know that the Prophet ﷺ first re received the revelation of the Qur'an when he was 40 years of age. And he continued to receive the Qur'an, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deciding when and how he wanted to reveal different verses and different surahs of the Qur'an. And that continued until just before the death of the Prophet ﷺ when he was 63 years of age. So over a period of 23 years, the Qur'an was revealed to the Prophet ﷺ by the angel Jibreel ﷺ through the permission of Allah Taala. It started off on this night, night of Laylatul Qadr, this night of power. And so the first characteristic of Laylatul Qadr, it is the night of revelation. Just as how a characteristic of the month of Ramadan is that it is the month of revelation. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. In the Quran, Surah Al-Baqarah, that the month of Ramadan is the month in which the Quran was revealed, and this is the ayah now that establishes the fact that Laylatul Qadr is in the month of Ramadan, because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Shahru Ramadan aladhi unzila fihi al-Quran," and then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran again, "Inna anzalnahu fi Laylatul Qadr." We've revealed it on a night of power. 
So the, 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 this ayah establishes the fact that the Qur'an is the month of revelation. But the khasais of the Qur'an being the month of revelation is that not only is it the month for the revelation of, of the Qur'an, but it is also, Ramadan is also the month of the revelation of all the previous revelations that came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the different prophets. Whether it is the, the Injil, the Torah, the Zabur, Suhf, Ibrahim, or Musa, and so on and so forth. So the night of revelation, the first characteristic of Laylatul Qadr, inna anzalnahu fi Laylatul Qadr. Secondly, the second characteristic or khasais of this special night, it is better than 1,000 months. One night is better than a thousand months. Now, this is from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not all people are equal with Allah. There, there are two major categories, the believers and the unbelievers. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states very clearly, the unbelievers are not equal to the believers. The believers are better with Allah because they believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So not all people are equal with Allah. And then again, among the believers, not all of them are equal with Allah. There are some that are better than others. And the yardstick that judge uh, that is used or, or, or the value that is used uh, to measure this superiority is taqwa this uh, active consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so among the believers uh, they are the ashab al-yameen they are the muqarrabun Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala surah al mentions these categories they are the prophets of Allah they are the messengers of Allah, they are the awliya, the special friends of Allah. Different categories of believers that have different levels or grades of importance with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So not all people are equal with Allah. Not all places are equal with Allah. And so you have in any, in any place, the Prophet says that in any locality, in any city or tongue or neighborhood, the best place in that city or tongue is the masjid, the house of Allah. This is the best place. But then among all the masjids, not all of them are equal to Allah. There are three masjids that are singled out for special mentioning. Masjid al-Haram in Mecca, Masjid al-Nabawi in Medina, and Masjid al-Aqsa in Jerusalem. And so Masjid al-Haram uh, al in Mecca, where the Kaaba is, the first house of worship, is the most superior place, the most superior masjid, followed by Masjid al-Nabawi in Medina, the, the Prophet's Masjid in Medina, followed by Masjid al-Aqsa in Jerusalem. So not all places are equal to Allah. And in a similar way now, not all times are equal to Allah. This is something that we need to understand. That, and this is from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's not for us to question this wisdom of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala divide his time and apportion his blessings in his time in whatever way he wants. And so he tells us that this night of power is better than a thousand months is greater than 83 years and four months, greater than a lifetime. The blessings contained in one night that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed into this night. Laylatul Qadri khayrun min alfi shahrin. And so this is one of the special characteristics of this night of power. It is not like any other night. 
and it is a time for us to to know this to be convinced about this and then to spend this night for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the worship of Allah so we can get the blessings of that 1000 month Laylatul Qadri khayyum min alfi shahrin the 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 second characteristic is that this night is better than a thousand months the third khasais or characteristic of Laylatul Qadr is that it is a blessed night this is mentioned in the in the revelation of the Quran in Surah Dukhan where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says inna anzalnahu fi laylatin mubarakatin laylatin mubarakatin we've revealed it on a blessed night so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this night to be a blessed night. Layla Mubarak. Just as Ramadan is a blessed month, Ramadan al-Mubarak. This night of power, Laylatul Qadr, is a blessed night. And it contains many of the great blessings and gifts and ni'mah and bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we mentioned some of them in our previous discourses and in the previous parts of this series on Laylatul Qadr. We mentioned many of the blessings and, and, and greatness of this night of power. But that is just an indication of what it is because the true, really the true blessings of this night are known only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because he says, Laylatul Qadri khayrun min alfi shahrin. And the scholars have said that the implication of this is that this night of power, Laylatul Qadr, is not equal to a thousand months, but it's better. And that, how much better it is, we don't know. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that. And what the scholars have said is that for us to access the, the grades and levels of, of that better, being better, it is through our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, through our striving for Allah, through our dedication to Allah, through our commitment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so this night is a blessed night. Some of the blessings we know, as is mentioned in the Quran and in the, the, the hadith of the Prophet wasalam, but the true blessings of this night are known only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nevertheless, to give us an idea of what it is, he tells us, stating very clearly in the Quran, it's Layla Mubaraka. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatin mubarakatin in Surah Dukhan. That's the third khasais or characteristic of this special night of Laylatul Qadr. Fourthly, the angels descend on this night in large numbers. We know that angels visit back and forth on every night. They are the recording angels that are with us on our right side and on our left side. And the time of Fajr is a time when the shift of the angels change. There's the angel that are with us during the night. And then at Fajr time, the angels that would be with us during the day, they come and that uh, they change their duties at that time. And then this is the one reason why uh, the Prophet ﷺ tells us that we should recite Quran at the time of Fajr. Because in the Quran it says, Inna Quran al-Fajri kana mashhuda. Verily, the recitation of Quran at the time of Fajr is witnessed meaning it's witnessed by the angels, both sets of angels, the ones that are with us during the night and then the ones that are coming to be with us during the day. So this is a special time. The, uh, the, uh, and then every night angels are with us and angels come down to visit the earth and so on and so forth to be with us. But on Laylatul Qadr, 
it's a special descent of angels, a special coming down of the angels. This tanzil, this descent, this coming down is special on the night of, of Laylatul Qadr because they come in huge numbers. They come in such large numbers that the entire earth is filled with the angels on this special night. The number of angels, as is mentioned in the hadith, are more than the number of pebbles on the face of this earth. And can anyone count the number of pebbles? Even if we have just one truck load of pebbles, it's almost impossible for, for us to count it. I know of no one that, that would sit down and ever did that, that just uh, started to count the number of pebbles that a truck can hold. We don't even bother to do that. We just say it's, it's a huge number. And that's one truckload, let alone mountains and mountains of pebbles that are all over the face of this earth. Think, think about that number. And then the hadith mentions that the number of angels that come down on this night of Laylatul Qadr are even greater than the number of pebbles on the face of this earth. So it's, it's a night when the angels descend on this earth. And with them come the blessings of Allah. With them come the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With them come the ni'mah and gifts and bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this is what the angels bring with them. The angels come and they join the Muslims, they join the believers who are engaged in reciting uh, Quran, in doing dhikr, in making dua. And they join uh, in saying ameen to the dua of the believers and one of the special bounties of, of this night of power Laylatul Qadr is that the Quran is usually completed in its recitation on this night and that's a time when dua is accepted the dua of Khatmul Quran and the angels are there to say Ameen to that dua so the angels come down on this night it's a special characteristic the fourth characteristic we are mentioning from the Khasais of Laylatul Qadr and fifthly, the Archangel Jibreel alayhi salam also descend on this night of power. Tanazzalul malaikatu warruhu fiha. Ruh, here, the spirit refers to the angel Jibreel alayhi salam that also come down on this night. And the scholars have mentioned that Jibreel alayhi salam is, is mentioned specifically and specially in this ayah out of respect for Jibreel alayhi salam, out of honor for him. Because Jibreel alayhi salam is the angel of revelation, the archangel, this most powerful angel of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the special angel that was a companion of the Prophet alayhi It is the angel Jibreel alayhi salam that came to the Prophet on this night of Laylatul Qadr to begin the revelation of the Quran. It is Jibreel alayhi salam who over a period of 23 years came down time and time again to be with the Prophet alayhi to convey the revelation of the Quran to the Prophet alayhi it is Jibreel who would come during the nights of Ramadan and sit down with the Prophet they would recite this Quran and they would complete the recitation of the Quran in the nights of Ramadan. They would do it once every year except in the last year of the Prophet in that month of Ramadan they completed the recitation twice 
And that was a sign to the Prophet that, that this ajal, his time, had come for him to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to depart from this world. And so this night has a special characteristic, and that is the angel Jubilee comes back on this night, descend on this earth to be with the believers on this special night of Laylatul Qadr in commemoration of that first night of Laylatul Qadr when he brought down this revelation of the Quran at the beginning in the first revelation that came to the Prophet The sixth characteristic, it is a night of peace. Salamun here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, it is a night of peace. The night is described as peace in the sense that it is a night of safety. Safety from shaitan and from the shayateen. The devils cannot cause harm to the believers or cause evil or injury to the believers on this night. And so it is salam, it is peace. It is a time of peace also because of the special blessings of this night, the serenity that is experienced on this night, the sakina that is experienced on this night. Because when the angels come, they bring with them that sakina, that inner peace and felicity and harmony that we all yearn for, we experience it on this night. Subhanallah. And there's another place on this earth now where we're able to experience that type of serenity, and that is Medina. If any one of you have been to Medina before, you would experience that. The moment you enter the city of Medina, you feel as if you're in a different place. You feel totally at ease with yourself. And, and the affairs of the dunya, the, the worries and concerns of the world are just put aside. And you, you enjoy that sense of peace that sense of ease, that sense of harmony in your life now. And the scholars have mentioned it is because of the companion of that place. As he said, The secret is not in the place in and of itself. The secret is in the person who occupies that place. The Prophet And so, Yathrib just another city became Medina to Nabi. The city of the Prophet became Medina to Munawwarra, the illuminated city of the Prophet because of the Prophet. And so, for anyone who goes to, to, to Medina these days, whether it's for Hajj or for Umrah, Ziyarah, and, and we've heard this time and time again, invariably, uh, people who go there, uh, they will tell us, even when they're still in Medina, they, they come to us and they say that this place is such a beautiful place. And it's not because of buildings that is beautiful. It's not because of sceneries that they can see that makes it beautiful. It doesn't have a, a, a waterfalls like Niagara Falls in Canada that people go to visit because of its natural beauty. None of that. It's the feeling within us. That is what is beautiful. The, 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 the feeling that overcome us, within us, the spirituality that descends upon us. That is what makes it beautiful. And so people say, this is such a beautiful place, Medina. And it is because of the Prophet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam.
And so, in a similar way now, Laylatul Qadr, this night is a night of peace because of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this night and because of shaitan not being able to bring harm or injury or cause evil to any of the believers on this special night of Laylatul Qadr. The seventh point I want to mention from among the khasais or characteristics of Laylatul Qadr. Many people are saved from hellfire on this night because of their worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and because of the, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Itkum min an-nar Freedom from hellfire. The last 10 days of Ramadan is described in this way. Freedom from hellfire. But especially so on the night of Laylatul Qadr, more people are freed from the fire of hell, from the punishment of hellfire, than on any other night. This is a special characteristic of Laylatul Qadr that we should be mindful of. Many people are saved from the fire of hell. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, record all of us to be from among them. Those who are saved from the fire of hell on, on this special night of Laylatul Qadr. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with Janatul Firdaus uh, through his mercy and generosity towards us. The eighth point I want to mention. All affairs and matters are decreed on this night. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Surah Al-Dukhan that uh, therein on this night is decreed every matter and every affair. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again in Surah Al-Qadr says, تَنَزَّلُوا الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَرُّهُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٍ For all the affairs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He's decreed for His creation, it occurs on this night. So the affairs and decrees are made on this night. And this refers to the decrees for the, the, the common year, the next year. From this year, Laylatul Qadr, until next year, Laylatul Qadr. All the things are, are, are decreed. For example, who will live for the next year? Who will die during the next year? What provision people will be given? What will happen from now until the end of that year? Would people be happy or sad? What about their rizq, their sustenance? All these affairs and all these matters are decided on this night. Now it is not to say that this, is, uh, th this matter or these affairs were not known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before because everything is known to Allah. Even before it was recorded in the Lawh al-Mahfud, the preserved tablet. But what is meant by the decrees being decided on this night is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands that it comes from Allah al-Mahfud to Baytul Izzah to be given to the angels and so the angels record it on this night and they know what would happen for the next year in the lives of everyone and because of this now it is a time for us to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to pray to Allah and to make special dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his special blessings on this night of Laylatul Qadr because these, uh, these uh, decrees are decided uh, and recorded on this night. And the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam taught us uh, this concept, this principle by his very practice. You know, he would fast on Mondays and Thursdays every week. And he said that when he was asked by the, by the Sahabas, by the companions why he, he would do so, he said that our actions are presented to Allah on these days and he love he loves to be fasting when his actions are presented to Allah and in a similar way now these matters 
these decrees are recorded on this night of Laylatul Qadr. So for us now, we, we should love, we should hasten, we should want to be serving Allah, to be remembering Allah, to be committed to Allah, to be worshipping Allah, to be submitting to Allah, to be praying to Allah, to be making dua to Allah on this night of Laylatul Qadr when all of these important things are decided. The ninth characteristic I want to share with you is that forgiveness of previous sins is decided on this night or is attained on this night. The Prophet ﷺ mentioned in the hadith, مَنْ قَامَ لَيْلَةَ الْقَدْرِ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِهِ That whoever observes the night of power, Laylatul Qadr, with faith and devotion, with the expectation of reward, will have all his or her past sins forgiven. So it's a night of forgiveness of sins, of the previous sins. This is a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the tongue of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam. That our previous sins will be forgiven if we observe this night, remaining awake in prayer to Allah, in worship of Allah, such as reciting Quran and engaging in dhikr of Allah and in making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in nawafil salah. We do all of these wonderful things. When we do that, with sincerity of faith, with the correct niyyah, and with the hope of reward from Allah, because this is called husna dhan, that, that to, to have this good feeling that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive us, and to be confident that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do that. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives us on this night. It is the night of forgiveness. And the final point we want to mention, and there are many characteristics, but we'll, we'll uh, stop at 10 of them. Uh, today, inshallah, the tenth characteristic or khasais, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed an entire surah in the Quran concerning this night of Laylatul Qadr. Surah Al Qadr, inna anzalnahu fi Laylatul Qadr. And this surah, inshallah, will be recited from the time it was revealed 14 centuries ago until the Day of Judgment to honor this night. For us to, to remember this night and to know this night and to observe this night in a special way. This is the special greatness of this night. And so these are 10 characteristics of the, the special occasion, special event of Laylatul Qadr. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to understand it and live, live it in our lives and observe this night in this special way. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us kabul and bless us and bless our families and bless the entire Muslim ummah with the blessings of Laylatul Qadr. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa li sa'irul muslimin. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.